Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about if you should throw live events. So this is similar to the episode where we talked about uh, if you if you should be throwing conferences but the difference is that you know live events is a lot broader and it can actually be a lot cheaper right because conferences this is you know we're talking big logistics um and you know much bigger costs but i would say live events well let's back up a bit eric actually throws live events in los angeles and they're good let's break down what your event is and why you throw them yeah i'll ask you questions on this go ahead go for it that was the first one okay so my live event, uh, there's two that I do, right? So every single month, uh, I will have a happy hour um, with kind of marketers and entrepreneurs. I try to keep those really small on purpose. Um, but purpose of those is to just, you know, get people together and get them to hang out. And, you know, I find people doing business with each other and they're, you know, kind of becoming friends afterwards. So I just find getting smart people together is a really kind of scalable thing to do. Um, and, you know, that's a good start. All right, so have you generated any revenue from any one of your live events? Yeah, so I'll give you an example, right? So, you know. And you don't charge for them, correct? Nope, I don't charge for them. And you pay for the drinks and food? Mm -hmm. I pay for the drinks and food, yeah. So we we actually got a deal that was about uh, about $120,000. Um, and have you spent 120 grand on no, live events? How much have you spent close. on live events? So we probably spent about I want to say uh, 12k this year, and we're budgeted for thirty thousand dollars. So so 12, and we're more than halfway through. How many, how much have you? How many live events have you done in total? So let's just say two per month, and then we're we're, we're what seven months into it. So we can say close to 14. Okay, so 14, and you got one client at 120. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Have you learned anything from these events? Yep, learned a lot about different businesses and learned about what other people do. Um, and yeah. How did you find the right people to invite to your live event? Good question. So I'm very targeted with these. So for example, I mean, the live events, uh, I target people that I might want to I might want to work with or kind of founders of different companies or people from uh, like YEC, Young Entrepreneurs Council or EO. Um, and also, you know, sometimes I might just say, hey, like if you know somebody uh, that, you know, kind of fits these criteria, go ahead and bring them in. And that works out well for the happy hour. And what should someone do if they're just starting off and they don't know who to invite and they're not part of uh, EO or YEC? Yeah, so I recommend downloading. And you're not part of YEC, to clarify. You're hitting up random people. No, I'm in YEC. You're in YEC. Mm-hmm. You're also in YEC. I'm in YEC? Yeah, you just don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so what was the question again? 
how do you know who to invite when you're not part okay, of the Okay, okay, yeah. So Google Mastermind Talks PDF, um, and there's this guy named Jason. I forgot his last name. Um, I forgot how to pronounce it. But he basically gives a template for how to throw these kind of um, events or mastermind uh, dinners even. And the key thing is, like, when you're inviting people, you want to make sure everyone's in the same level, right? Kind of level playing ground. Because the thing is, if I invite Neil... Um, and then I, you know, a bunch of kind of um, people that are just starting out, um, you know, let's say kind of, you know, uh, interns and it just doesn't match up, right? Because Neil's not going to get value uh, from it. So you want to bring people that are kind of, you know, at a certain kind of revenue. You can use revenue as a criteria, right? Because that's what EO does. That's what IEC does. I find that that actually works out pretty well. Or like YPO, you have to do $13 million a year or above. Um, you want to find people that are kind of like-minded and get them together, right? So that's why when I host dinners, for example, I have entrepreneur dinners and I have marketer dinners because these are two different sets of people. All right. And last question for you is you've tried different types of events from happy hours to dinners mm -hmm. whatever they may be which one converts the best to generate customers and revenue from yeah great question and i want to preface this with saying like the, the reason i throw these things is not to generate customers it just it's kind of like a side effect but um yeah but everyone else is going to do it to generate revenue yeah yeah <laughs> just just fyi when you throw these things like i always preface the dinners with like hey like you're not here to pass business cards like don't talk about like you know, what, what you do all the time and, and stuff like that because it just becomes really stiff, right? Um, but I will say, um, so the, 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 the highest ROI thing that I've done is the dinners, right? Because, for example, when I go into San Francisco um, and, you know, I get people together, they're all, they're all down to do it, right? And originally, like, you know, I'd pay for it, and some people would flake. Um, I'm going too deep into this now, but I'll, I'll give you a little more details. But, you know, sometimes you have people that flake when you pay for it. So you might want to consider charging people too because what I found is when you charge people, um, they take it more seriously, and they won't flake because they put in some money already. Um, so anyway, dinners are the highest ROI activity. All right, last question. How many people should you have at a live event? Like if you have 100 or 10, like what's a sweet spot number? Like if you have more people, do you generate more income, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so... You know, going back to the dinners, that's the highest ROI activity. I cap that at, you know, nine people max because you start going beyond that. It's not intimate anymore. And I like to get people to switch seats to actually get to know each other. Um, and then, you know, if I'm talking about the happy hours, I cap that at around 25 to 30 people right now. But once we expand beyond the happy hours and we start doing fireside chats, maybe even marking school lives, like let us know if you want to do that in L.A., um, we might bring that up to, you know, let's say 100 people or so, right? It just depends on what we're doing. That's pretty much it. Now you guys know how to throw a live event to make money from them. All right. So that's it for today. But before we go, we have a one-year annual subscription of Crazy Egg that we would like to give away, and that's worth close $1,200. And if you would like to learn more about Crazy Egg, well, Neil, what is Crazy Egg? Sure. Crazy Egg is a visual analytics tool. If you're not sure why your visitors aren't converting into customers, Crazy Egg will solve that for you. It'll show you where people are getting stuck, what they're clicking on, what they're not clicking on, where they're dropping off if in your form fields or your checkout flows. You can even fix those issues within the Crazy Egg WYSIWYG editor, so you don't have to be a designer or developer to make changes now. And you can even run A-B tests within Crazy Egg to make sure that your changes are really helping you grow. Great. So if you want to get in on this, we're giving away one every single week. So just go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway. And the cool thing is you can actually get multiple entries to win this. So just go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway and we will see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.